So uh, let's welcome to the programme Steve McKee. Hello, good morning to you, Steve. Hello, it's McKee, it is. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't, like, That's I'm just no getting... problem. How are you, Terry, anyway? Well, I'm, okay. fi- I'm fine, yes. I, I, I'm absolutely fine. And uh, it's lo- lovely to talk to you. And great that you were able to do that press call and young Gavin went down your uh, 50-foot mine shaft last week. Yes, he, uh, he gave us um, a little visit. Um, I'm sure he enjoyed it. He came up um, a little white, but uh, yeah, yeah. He said it was fascinating and um, it was nice to see. And you heard the mine rescue people there working the winch, didn't you? Absolutely. Um, whenever we do um, uh, things like this, um, especially for the press, um, safety is paramount. And um, Mines Rescue uh, Services in Dinners always do, d- does us proud. And uh, yeah, yeah, they, they're fantastic. For those who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about a disused Victorian railway tunnel that runs from Blind Coombe at the top of the Ronde Var through to the Avon Valley at Blind Gwynvy, aren't we? And it's not been in use for, is it 50 years? Oh, at least 50 years, yeah. The, the last train ran through there in 1965. Um, the tunnel was built in 1890. Uh, we, we managed to get a grant to get the... Um, uh, feasibility study uh, together, um, and Balfour Beatty done the, um, uh, the the study, and it came out ninety five percent of that tunnel is in the same condition today as it was when it opened in eighteen ninety. That's astonishing, isn't it? It's only a tri- tribute to the workmanship. And, and yes. am I right in thinking that even in those days they used to start from the two ends and meet in the middle? Yes, they they started in Blind Coman, Blind Gwynvy, um with um, no theodolites in those days. It was all mathematics and, and what have you. And when they met in the middle, um, they were just a half an inch apart. Isn't that incredible, though? With no incredible. modern gadgets and sat-navs and all that stuff, they still managed to mm-hmm. burrow through the Bulch Mountain and meet in the middle. That's just That's incredible. Right. And, what, and the, uh, the contractor sent in three barrels of beer <laughs> for the men when they broke through and said as long as they go back to work after they drunk it. So there... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the words health and safety just didn't really come into it in those days, did they? No, we'll give you we'll all. give you some beer if you if you manage that's to get right. through the right place. Yeah, yes. Well, that's fantastic. Well, it, it's brilliant again. If, if new listeners to GTFM, because we have we have a few in the Cunnan Valley who've only joined us in the last uh, few weeks, so they yeah. won't they won't know the story of this. That what you're hoping to do is reopen it as uh, I think it's called active travel routes now. That's a new term, isn't it, for yes. walking and cycling. That's but, right, yes. Mm. But, but your interest in the tunnel goes back a long way, doesn't it? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, my, my love of the tunnel came when I was around 10 year old. Um, I was always playing in the tunnel. Uh, once I came home from school, change your clothes straight into the tunnel again. Um, and in fact, I, I gained the nickname of uh, the boy in the dark. Um, so I wrote a little book called The Boy in the Dark, which um, follows my exploits in the tunnel. So, uh, yeah, I know the tunnel very well. And this will be after it closed, of course. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> after it closed, no traffic, no traffic, no. Yeah, but they, but they didn't block it up for ages, did they? No, they didn't block it up until 1980. Um, the reason being the, the liability of leaving it open was, was far, far too greater than the... the um, uh, you know, it, it it could have caused a lot of uh, problems and uh, accidents. So that's the main reason they uh, they covered it over. So if you visit today, what do you see? Is it just landscaping? 
Yes, just landscape, and you can't see a thing. The tunnel is buried deep below the ground, a uh, thousand feet in in the the, the 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 tallest part of the mountain. So uh, yeah, yeah, you can't see it at all. So blimey, but we know it's there, and of course that's why you have to winch people down what would be an air shaft, I suppose, would it? That's right. It was the only air shaft in the uh, in the uh, on the tunnel. Um, but we we have a company now uh, called Hyper Tunnel that has um, uh, been in touch with us, and um, they would like to um, use us sort of as a guinea pig in a way, um, because tunnels normally you dig from the outside in. Mm. Um, but this company is a very um, new company, innovative company, and they'll be digging from the inside out. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, quite exciting. So Blind Cum is at the top of the Ronde Vauer, isn't it? So, um, so I guess, did the line go on from Treherbert at one time? That's right, all the way from Treherbert up to Blind Ronde Station, then on into the tunnel and over to Blind Gwynvy and on to Swansea and Port Talbot. So it was a major artery in, in the Ronde Valley, yes. And was, was it built primarily for coal? Yes, it was, um, it was built um, basically for wealth. Um, the, the wealthy, wealthy sort of um, uh, boots and, and what have you. Uh, so yes, yes, it was uh, built for coal. Then it went to passengers, um, but it wasn't very successful as a, um, a passenger um, a tunnel. So um, unfortunately, it, it developed a hinge, which is a, a fault in the ceiling, and that's the reason they closed it. Okay. Well, so so what was that risky then? Um, no, it wasn't risky. It was risky at the time. Uh, the hinge is now settled. Um, they built what they called a cog in the middle to make sure it didn't collapse. But they built the cog about a foot away from the ceiling and the sides of the tunnel. It's never touched the sides and it's still a foot apart uh, to this very day. So um, it was a bit of a red herring. So is this a sort of like an expansion joint in a bridge, something that allows for movement? Yes, sort of, sort of, yeah. yes, yes. But um, it was in the time of uh, Dr. Beeching, so um, that was a good I, excuse I think, then. It, think it's best to leave it at that. <laughs> it's just, just a good excuse to close it in that case. Absolutely. Not, not so, that yes. I could possibly say that, um, yeah. really. But, uh, but it's, it's short-sighted, isn't it? When you look at the amazing railway network that existed right up to the mid-60s, and then they thought, well, everyone's in their car now, so we'll close all these and save, you know, heaps of money. And then, of course, only a few decades later, um, people are interested in trains again. Absolutely. And if you look all over the country, uh, different parts of the uh, railway are starting to um, be laid down and opened up again. So, um, yes, you're right. It was very short-sighted of them. Um, and I can see a lot more tunnels and uh, railway, old railway stations opening up in the future. Now, is your tunnel is pretty long. Is it the long, nearly two miles, isn't it? Is that, is that the longest one in Wales? Yes, it's the second longest in the world and the longest in Europe. However, um, when this company, or if this company comes on board with us, um, we could uh, extend the tunnel uh, long enough to become the longest tunnel in the world. So, um, yeah, again, <laughs> very, very exciting. Now, forgive me for asking this. If it goes into a mountain and comes out the other side, how can you make it longer? Okay, so the portal is, how can I explain this? If you extend the tunnel from the portal for about, let's say, 100 yards, then the tunnel gets 100 yards longer. Whereas if you excavated the portal, 
it would stay uh, at the uh, 3,443 yards long, yeah? I see. So the portal is the sort of entrance arch as you go in, yeah. really. Yeah, so if we extend it from the portal <laughs> about 100 yards, then it could become <laughs> the longest in the world. Uh, well, magic. Well, I suppose you have to weigh up the cost with the um, with the notoriety of being the longest tunnel, really, and work out which is worth the mo- most cash at the end of the absolutely, day. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Well, you've been working on this project um, for a long, long time now. And as you said, you used to uh, play in the tunnel after it was closed when you were a boy. Um, You know, I obviously had this sort of kind of mystique for you. But lots of people have joined in, haven't they? And you've got a a lot of followers now and politicians of all all persuasions are behind the idea. Yes. Yeah, we uh, run the uh, press day um, last Thursday and last Friday. Um, we've had a lot of um, um, uh, MPs and AMs and or MSs as they're called now. Um, there, there's a, a lot of interest. Um, we are waiting for uh, a meeting with um, uh, Grant Shapps, um, and then with a bit of luck, we'll get a bigger dowry and uh, open the tunnel. Okay, so it's still still technically owned by the UK government, is it? Yes, it's still owned by Westminster, um, so we are still waiting at the moment for ownership to be taken, um, possibly a three-way split between um, Rondacun and Taft, Neathport Talbot and uh, the Welsh Government. And then, uh, of course, um, we have backing, I'm sure, from the Heritage Lottery, and we'll be, we'll be away. OK, well, it, it sounds amazing. What sort of timescale are we looking here, then? Well, when we started, we put a time scale of 10 years on it. We've been going now for nearly seven years. Um, and I think within the next three or four years, we will see, um, we will see uh, fruition, I'm sure. Excellent. Well, I, we've noted and we've, we've carried it on our news over the years that, the, you know, all the politicians are, uh, are greatly interested in it. I, I know the local Rontha and Taft Council uh, is uh, because obviously they're, they're up for active travel, which is now the, the, you know, the buzzword of the of the of the century, I suppose, at least at the moment. Uh, and there's another tunnel, isn't there? How much do you know about the Abernant one that goes through from Aberdare to Merthyr? Yes, the Abernant Tunnel will be far, far easier to open than, than ours, um, simply because the uh, portals are not covered over. Um, however, uh, I, I do believe that um, the leader of uh, RCT would like to see the two tunnels open together. That's the Abernant and the Ronda Tunnel. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think, and of course with the zip wire as well, and we have uh, Big Pit and um, the Heritage Museum and Hetty. I'm sure it'll all come under one umbrella. Well, yes, because it would actually make it practical, wouldn't it? If you could go through those two mountains, you could go... There's a slight diversion you'd need to go over, you know, the the Marty Mountain Road still, I guess, yeah. <laughs> to get to your tunnel from the uh, from the Avon, from the uh, sort of uh, uh, Cunnan Valley side. But yeah. uh, it still w- would make it a lot easier to come into RCT from either side, really, um, uh, you know, on a bike, if, if you're that way inclined or, you know, walking or whatever. And it just makes it practical rather than hiking over all the mountains. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, this is this is going to be key to the uh, Rhonda and Avon side of um, uh, Wales because there is nothing here. No heavy industry is ever going to come back to the Rhonda or Avon Valley. So we've got to make use of what we've got. And that's beautiful scenery. Um, a two-mile tunnel uh, that leads to the, the, one of the best bike centres in the world, which is Avonagoid. 
Well, yes, I was going to say that. The Avon Valley is well known for its uh, mountain bike courses, isn't it? Because people come from all over Europe to take part in things there. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, being uh, cyclists, I'm sure that um, they would be using the the Ronda Tunnel. Um, Bath, two tunnels, uh, when it opened about, um, I I think it was 2013, um, they had 278,000 cyclists visited in the first year and around 350,000 the following year. Uh, and that's just, let's just say it's a normal tunnel, whereas the Ronda Tunnel is um, the longest in Europe, the second longest in the world, and that's going to attract people from all over the world. Yeah, absolutely. Well, all the best to you, Steve. I'm just going to call you Steve from now on. I think, absolutely. I think we know each other well enough for that. Keep us informed, as you always do, and, and we wish you all the best, and uh, I'll even get my bike out of my shed, which is, you know, have an honorary appearance to come that's, through that, there. That would be great to see you. Uh, and if I could just say, if anybody wishes to join us, it's www.rondetunnelsociety.com.